0: To another, Frank, yeah,
1: you know? That's right, man. One thing indeed does lead to another. In fact, uh, my morning was rushed through, and then I realized I had a soiree to attend this afternoon. So I said, well, one thing must lead to another, and we have to do an early show. Hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, right. Shit happens. Got a friend coming in from Austin, Texas old roommate of mine, he's here with the family and the young kids and decided to coordinate a gathering at a place I had never been before, uh, someplace yes. called Flight Co. It's an old mini airport in Denver, East, uh, East Denver, and they converted it into a kind of family-friendly gaming facility with the outdoor mini golf and uh, darts and axe throwing you know axe throwing is really popular these days
2: and, is it um, really
1: yeah it's huge out here I, there's three different axe throwing bars around my house wow yeah oh. and two of them are next door to paddleboard bars or paddle is it paddleboard is that the new phenomenon taking over uh, the country
0: I have no idea what you're talking about with any of these. Or pickle, with you. pickleball.
1: I think it's pickleball. That's what I was thinking. Pickleball? Pickleball is the number one rising sport in America. Pickleball,
0: you play on like a tennis court.
1: No, they have these indoor pickleball bars now. Uh, it's really popular with the lesbian community, I must say. <laughs>
0: Dude, they're always looking for something to do. Those bitches are bored.
1: Dude, lesbians love the pickleball bars. That's huge out here. I don't know why specifically the, and I'm talking your old school lesbians. You know, the ones with the short hairdo who can probably build a house faster than you, right? Uh, they could fix your car and they don't have a dick. That's right. They're a, they're a person
0: with no dick who loves women. They know the old purpose. Old school lesbian.
1: They know what a spark
0: plug is, right?
1: And how to change your yeah. oil.
0: <laughs> oh, Oh, your car runs out of gas. You could count on them to hop out and push. You know what I mean? That kind of lesbian.
1: Yeah, the pickleball, it's a huge thing. Em and I were kind of uh, crashing down last night after a long day in the sunshine slash chemtrails. They were specifically, purposely chemtrailing one spot to block the sun. It was beautiful. But we still managed to catch a little ray. And, uh, you know, we're hanging in at the end of the night, flipping around um, the tube. Uh, Baseball's back, which is awesome. And the, the games were kind of coming to an end, and I... Left it on like ESPN or something, and uh, walked around to the other room to see what was playing. After I had uh, forgotten the TV on, and sure enough, pickleball championship on ESPN, yes. dude. Get out of here, pickleball. Get out of here. championship on the ESPN. That's how low we have sunk <laughs> in our athleticism. On the, on the ocho? It was no, no ocho. It was just uh, your typical ESPN. That's the rising sport in America. That kills me. You know, other countries, their biggest sport is rugby. And they got, like, the manliest men on the planet just demolishing each other. No pads, no helmets. I know. Just pure manliness. That's all they, they operate on. Number one sport in most countries here, number one rising sport, pickleball. Pickleball. Uh,
0: yeah, it looks like there's a couple. We don't have, like, a bar, but there's, like, yeah, a couple. Um they're calling them social clubs? God, we're so gay.
2: Yeah, we've lost
1: touch,
0: dude. <laughs> this one's called the schoolhouse. Oh, all right. Nice. Yeah. It's three climate-controlled courts. And stay for
1: the snacks.
2: Yeah. They have a full
1: bar. Ah, fuck this place. They probably have, like, the seltzer beer or whatever it is. You know, the alcoholic spritzer water that they've been really selling <laughs> everywhere.
0: Oh, wow. This is gay. This place is called the pickle house. Oh yeah, like H A U S. I gotta tell you, <laughs> if you're a dude and you're going to the pickle house, I don't care what games they're playing there. You're a f- <laughs> You're gonna put that pickle in your house, you know?
1: We're starting early, man. Yeah.
0: Man. Oh God, why'd you even point this out to me? I didn't realize Chicago was this gay. I mean, I know we had a no, boys' town. This is. Um... I do not know we were pickleball <laughs> gay.
1: Oh yeah, see. You're being infiltrated from the gayness of Colorado now. Oh
0: my god, dink and drink pickleball mixers. So that's not even me saying this is gay, it's literally in the name. Dink and drink pickleball mixer. Well,
1: you don't know what a dink is, my friend. What is dink? If I'm not mistaken, and maybe I've got it wrong, but I thought it was <laughs> dual income, no kids. That's what couples are calling themselves, who are childless. <laughs> oh, my God. You can look You're this right. up. I'm almost certain. I We have a friend couple who we uh, went out uh, for some drinks in one evening not too long ago, and we hadn't seen them in a while. And they were bragging about how they had met up with another couple friends of ours uh, or a group of couples, whatever, and how they were all... Kind of, um, you know, struggling through the bidenomics of the modern era with their children. You know how kids have become a bit of a uh, financial burden for many people these days, especially with the inflation and how. And they were very boastful about their, uh, you know, dink status in society, and they kept using using the term dink. And I was like, I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm not familiar with this dink. You keep. Are you guys like? Is this a new open? relationship thing you people do where you're banging other people uh, now i gotta
0: you know? <laughs> now i gotta add a
1: d to the lgbtqiad oh, yeah, that's right man what's what is this dink who are you doing man and uh no the dink is a straight couple they're together and they're the dual income with the no kids and i i cut them off on me and i said please uh do not ever refer to me as a dink i uh <laughs> i don't know i don't Pledge myself to any one group or any alphabet, anything. If, if you're a group of letters and, and you're doing this kind of culture, whatever, I'm not in and I will never be a part of it. It doesn't matter. I, I actually subscribe to one letter, group of letterings and it's USA. That's the only group yes. I'm a part of.
0: God I'm, bless America. <laughs> Sorry,
1: man. You filled me with the spirit uh, That's right, man. Spirit there. B. All that you can um. be. Yeah, man, I'm... But that's the only uh, alphabet affiliation I have in my in my book there, you know? Um, it's it, not something to brag dang, about. No, that's gross. They're,
2: yeah. Well,
1: personally, Plus, I think you're selfish. Uh, you know what the, the, <laughs> the
0: worst part is, I guarantee you, these are the people that are talking about, like, climate change and everything. You people are ruining the world. You're the people that spend the most money on the worst shit.
1: Right, well, they're... Exactly, they'll... They'll look at you in one breath and say, you know, we're dinks because we're looking out for the planet and saving the climate. And then they each have their own car and, uh, you know, work from home but go on wild cruises, fly all around the world. Cruises, They'll, fly, they'll yeah, show they'll you go their the first class. <laughs> they'll show you, you know? their picture. You know, they'll be boastful that they can't fly first class and go all around the world. Hey, I'm a dink so I can travel where I want, but I'm a dink to save the climate, man. Really? Does your flying around, does your jet setting save the climate? I don't think so,
0: man. Plus, to fill that void where the kids would be, now you're going out every night to brag about being a dink.
1: (laughs) That's right. Think of all all the climate stuff you're creating, all the carbon you're putting into the atmosphere just by eating the steak dinner that we're having while you're bragging about saving the climate.
0: If you really want to save the climate, just kill yourself. (laughs) You're not going to have kids. What's the point of living? (laughs) it's actually if you're a dink and you're still living you're just selfish at this point
1: (laughs) oh man well speaking of (laughs) dink culture and the modern age dude uh something that was part of our millennial group i feel like um is is now dead and this blows my mind and kind of got swept under the radar Uh, the end in bankruptcy of Vice Media. Do you remember when Vice hit the scene? Yeah, I can't believe they're still around. I thought they already went bankrupt Well, a couple years ago. They were purchased by this media group about six months ago, and they decided to just end Vice. It's it's done. I think the website has crashed or it's gone, and they fired everybody, and there's no more Vice Media.
0: I can't believe giving a guy a million dollars a year who's a drug addict To just drive around the country interviewing people.
1: Can't believe that didn't work. Such a good business model. You know what blew my mind when I read into it a little bit, though, is Vice, one of the original co-founders, also a co-founder of the Proud Boys. No way. Yes way, man. One of the main founders of the Proud Boys also, I believe, started and sold Vice back in the 90s. Are you serious? Yes, I am absolutely serious. It is a really weird little caveat to the legend of Vice. Uh, They sneak it in in some of the articles I read towards the end that it was originally owned by a Proud Boys member.
3: Wow,
0: Gavin McKins. That's the fella. Yeah,
1: something like that. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, he looks like a white supremacist.
1: Yeah, so Vice was like a white supremacy <laughs> news site, man. Hmm. But you know what? That was the world we lived in. It didn't matter what your political leanings were, right? You could just create a news website, and people would check it out. And if it was good, well, we would we would watch more. You know. But now, man, you got to be aligned, right? And that's why they were good. They, back in the day, they were like. Like in,
0: um, like early after nine eleven, they were the first ones that were kind of like questioning the narrative,
1: talking yes. about the
0: stuff that was actually going on in the war.
1: They it was the, same,
0: it was the same reason Democracy Now took off at that time.
1: Absolutely, they are credited with kind of pioneering that guerrilla style journalism where you got the hard hat on and you're like ducking from the bullets. You know, yeah. they're screaming into the microphone like we're here at the Gaza Strip. We're being shot at. Uh, and funny enough, I bet you they did do stuff at the Gaza Strip like 30 years ago. We we seem to be at war in that area every 20, 30 years. <laughs> There's probably Vice footage from the last time the Gaza Strip was on, you know, under some bombardment.
0: <laughs> yeah, this guy's incredible, man. He was the founder of Proud Boys, fo- co-founder of Vice Magazine. And founder of founder of censored TV.
1: He's an entrepreneur.
0: He's also got married, married three kids. I mean, I don't know. I, don't, I might not agree with all of his statements, but this guy,
1: he's a good role of, model. <laughs> I mean, kind of a good guy. I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather have this guy going around talking to students in schools rather than you know uh, instead like or uh, Lil Wayne or any of these other little weezies or anybody you know get give me the Proud Boys guy
2: do yeah. some speeches, oh,
1: yeah. inspire the youth, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, right. so very interesting little tidbit there. I was shocked by it myself. Uh, did you <laughs> did you see the, uh, the little ditty I sent you earlier this morning about the New York Supreme Court?
0: That was incredible. That's incredible.
1: I don't know if anyone checked this out. I, I don't pay too much attention to New York news outside of the migrant uh, situation unfolding over there. But apparently uh, they have an entire black female Supreme Court now. And the
0: Supreme Court has five judges. and it All is, of them are black female.
1: It's statistically impossible for that to just happen.
0: Impossible. <laughs> it's impossible. Those were the best, the best people for that job. Just happened to be five black women. Yeah, man. My uh, d- dude, did you have a clip for that? Because I actually got a clip about New York.
1: I don't. No, no. It just um, I uh, have all these uh, news items sprayed upon my face on my new computer screen here. I'm figuring out ways <laughs> to uh make sure I remember shit. That I, I'm always like, oh my god, I gotta, you know, I gotta throw this out there. And uh, uh, it's just in my face. Um, And it was kind of fresh in my mind right before we went live. And, you know, we're talking white supremacy with these Proud Boy fellas starting news uh, websites. So thank God now we're going the other way, right? No more news sites started by these white supremacists. We got five black women on the Supreme Court in New York. (laughs) It's incredible there's not even a black man that was qualified. (laughs) Or an Asian something, somewhere in between. You
2: know?
0: What did they say? One and a half percent. One and a half percent of lawyers are black, uh, black female. That's right. So they just happen to be the best ones for that job or five black female lawyers. It, right.
1: it was a tweet that went out there and it was somewhere along the lines. They threw out the statistics of, yeah, the one point five percent black female. And I think it's somewhere along the like near two percent for the Asian female. <clears throat> Just given, and then there's a Hispanic, I think, percentage in there. And just given those percentages, it, it is statistically impossible for you to land on five out of five black female judges. Like you, and,
0: you, and you guys <laughs> can't have it both ways. You can't have five out of five black female judges on the Supreme Court and still protest systemic racism.
1: Well, it's over. You won. That's it. We won. <laughs> we, we shall never speak of racism again or any institutionalized bigotry in this country because we officially have five black women on the Supreme Court in New York. Yeah, that's it. It's game over. We've, we, we, you, you have not only become equal, you are
0: now the superior race in America. 13% is now, contr- is
1: now the head of everything. You know? uh, yeah man so now and it's crazy we've gone there so fast that we must now fight for white rights now we need to fight to get white people on the supreme court in New York uh, can I get a white pride tattoo now <laughs> is it finally okay for that or no I heard they're offering up those Nazi flags for sale on Etsy <laughs> <laughs> they're really popular with the blood tribe <laughs>
2: Oh well, dude, man. I came
1: I came across a clip
0: about New York. All right. And it's actually about the uh they were talking it was from uh I forgot what channel, but they were they were trying to talk about the Trump case where he owes like I don't know 600 billion dollars yeah, or whatever it is at point, this point.
1: I think they're up to 500 something million. Right. But
0: they're like threatening to take his whole building. That is crazy. Uh and they, uh, so they're talking to Kevin O'Leary, the guy from Shark
1: Tank. Yeah, man. Uh, O'Leary's a funny—he's a funny guy.
0: But he kind of takes it to a place where I didn't think it was gonna go. You gotta hear this.
4: All right, man. This award, um, I mean, just leaving the whole Trump thing out of it and, and seeing what occurred here, and, and I'm, I'm no different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I, I can't even understand or fathom uh, the, the decision at all. It, there's no rationale for it. And so let me give you a real time uh, experience I'm having regarding this, and I'm not the only one. It doesn't matter what the governor says, New York was already a loser state.
2: (laughs) California
4: is a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high taxes, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the list of being a loser state. I would never, invest in New York now. And I'm not the only person saying that. And here's a real-time situation. In development in real estate right now, the hottest asset class is very high-end data centers. They cost anywhere from two and a half to three and a half billion each. They're very expensive, they require low power, you need permits, but most of the major institutions in the world need more data centers and that's why developers like me are doing this. Now, you need power. So New York has Niagara Falls. Normally, you'd consider that to put in one of these facilities, create 400 jobs, five more jobs for each of one of those, for auxiliary services. I can't go to New York. So I'm going to Oklahoma, North Dakota, West Virginia. Governor Stitt, Kevin Stitt, my staff have met with him, Governor Bergen, the same thing, Governor Justice, those are winner states. They don't do things like this. I have to syndicate that debt and all that equity. We're talking billions of dollars here. Do you think any foreign institution or any private equity firm or any pension fund would touch New York? No. And that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. The fine people of New York should ask themselves, why are we such a loser state? How are we going to (laughs) attract business? It's not just the existing businesses that are full.
1: I was waiting for you to cut me off. Oh, I've I've listened to this. It's fantastic. He is absolutely on the money. You could actually substitute... Any one of the other loser democratic run cities currently across America that are getting devastated by these policies chicago l a san francisco denver I mean we're all in it together when it comes to being total fucking losers
0: yeah i mean, I mean and look you guys you guys raised your minimum wage to, to what fifty dollars an hour I don't even it doesn't even matter. <laughs> the four hundred jobs are not coming
1: no, no, they're not coming here either in Colorado and it's not just here's the thing you've told current business owners well piss off if you can't afford the increased minimum wage and the outrageous green energy regulations we'll just bring in businesses who will abide by these new absurd rules well no new businesses are coming in because they can go to other cities across the country who don't have those ridiculous regulations and laws
0: invest for anybody that doesn't know if you want to start a real business you need a guy like kevin o'leary to fund you right Right. so if he's saying nobody's gonna invest money into these areas you're not opening a business exactly who has two billion dollars lying around who has enough collateral to get a two billion dollar loan to go build a data center which i never even heard of this but i guess it's the biggest thing right now
1: building data centers yeah absolutely Data is the name of the that's game, crazy. man. But, yeah, look where they're bringing it. You see the states he named? Everybody needs to store data, and so that's what you pay into with all these subscription services. Gmail, right? You know, Twitter. Uh, even yeah. your TV subscriptions, whatever you're streaming, you're, you're subscribing for data storage, essentially. And, yeah, sure. dude, it's all about these data storage Centers. Uh, Elon just bought out a massive amount of property just east or west of Austin, in the middle of nowhere. He's about to turn a place you've never heard of into the next Silicon Valley. And the, and the thing about these centers is they can go anywhere.
2: Yes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't
0: need to store New York's data in New York.
1: That's precisely correct. And on top of all of that, and just on a basic job level. You know, now we're going to create job centers in places where it's cheaper to run a business. There's less government oversight and regulation. And when we bring employees to these new business centers, well, other people are going to show up and build. Restaurants, coffee shops, places where stores, commerce, where people can shop and spend their money, and so all of a sudden you're going to have more economy going on in a place like Oklahoma than you will in New York City.
0: And that was him talking about. It was, dude. I was, I got like so into this interview. He ripped San Francisco to pieces. He's talking about like how I got to climb over shit and people just to get into the office. Yeah, I'm not going to spend a billion dollars on your building,
1: you know? Absolutely not. And you know, here in Denver, we are doing, you know, spectacular construction and there are buildings going up. And sure, there are people moving in, but also at the same time, last year we lost 222 local businesses. That's Hard to come back from. That's a rough scene, man. And, you know, how, how long, how much longer till people start to realize, well, there's nowhere to go and nothing to do, and there's people crapping on the sidewalk, and <laughs> uh, there's just 10 cities lining the streets everywhere. I think I'm going to move to Florida or Texas where they don't have this kind of crap. You know, Emma and yeah. I were sitting at a red light coming home the other day. And we're just kind of waiting for the light to change. She's uh, chatting about her day, and then she kind of gets caught off guard, and we start to roll. And she looks back at me and says, oh, "I just saw a homeless guy pissing on the street right there." <laughs> <I> said, <laughs> and we're we're about we're I could see uh, Coors Field. We're we're in the part of town where families go and see ball games and walk around and you know uh it's it's a busy area and there's just this homeless guy uh pants to his knees just you know pissing on the sidewalk whipping it up yeah man man. just pissing on the sidewalk in broad daylight man Uh, so welcome to denver you know this is this is the scene this is what you came here for You, you moved across the country because you heard of these awesome liberal policies they legalized weed and now mushrooms man and You know, everyone's having a good time, and it's allegedly sunny 300 days a year, except for the 250 they're chemtrailing. So, you know, know, Denver's rad, man. Just excuse the uh, homeless guy pissing on the street. Or, you know, by where I work, you know, you could walk around the corner a little and catch people just openly using crack, meth, fentanyl, whatever the hell they're smoking and shooting up. The
0: worst is seeing
1: them shit. It's like, dude. Yeah, and they're doing that, too. I told you, I think, privately not too long ago that I was walking towards a dispensary, and I had to park down the street, and I'm just kind of making my way through, and I, I just see a person crunched over on the side, and they're sort of sitting, <laughs> sort of dead. You know, you're not sure if you're looking at a dead person or not. That's That's uh, Denver, man. That's good times. You know, I was finishing up my run at lunch, Earlier this week, and I usually have a spot where I like to, uh, you know, eat my stuff after my run and what have you. It's got a great view of the South Platte River, one of the most polluted rivers in America. Uh, but it's beautiful looking. The geese like it, and so um, <laughs> I like to chill and watch the geese. And it's this kind of chilling area next to a playground that is often filled with children. And today, not as many kids, but a few. And uh, two fellas who were wearing full on winter clothing on a 65 degree and sunny afternoon uh, crouched over with a tiny little oven of some sort, a propane little gas tank cookout thing, and uh, a bottle of Hennessy. And uh, who knows? Uh, who knows what shenanigans these two little fellas are up to? <laughs> 12 in the afternoon on a Tuesday, bottle of Hennessy and a little oven. Drinking uh, that
0: cognac, though. They got to be a little sophisticated, huh?
1: Well, you know, a lot of robberies in the area these days. <laughs> <laughs> Denver is just in a rough place, man. Uh, and so this guy O'Leary, he's right on the money. New York, loser city, loser state. This ruling on Trump is just a proclamation to the world. Don't do business here.
0: Well, that's what he was. No, he was talking about like he, he, the way he put it. He's never once gotten a loan where he didn't overvalue the property and then the bank undervalued it and they met somewhere in the middle, right around where the property probably really was. That's right. That's just like business, right? Yes, at, at its, it's, it's fucking insane. The way they treated Trump. Like him or hate him, this was to- this one was a f- just a witch hunt for them to steal money and try to bankrupt him.
1: And here's here's the message too to other business owners out there who I hate to break it to you folks. When you're a business owner, you tend to kind of lean to the right a little bit on the politics. Yeah. All right, you're a little bit more into the less government intervention in your livelihood, and so you know. You're just telling other business owners who maybe aren't so open about their political background, uh, you know, be forewarned. If we don't like you and your politics, we'll destroy your life, your lives and destroy your business. And so, absolutely, you know, O'Leary's totally on it here by saying it's not just him. It's everybody. Every business owner out there now is probably thinking, thank God I got out of New York or. Shit, man, I better get out of New York before they trump my ass. <laughs> yeah.
0: Because dude, it's only a matter of time. First they take down the man, then they take down his supporters.
1: Yes. <laughs> you know, they're gonna start right. with his big donors. They're gonna go and if Biden wins again, if we got ten thousand mules instead of two thousand, <laughs> we're my Dinesh's head out there, then you know, if you if you mark that ballot for the MAG aside, they're coming for you in these next four years you best believe just look what they did to the people from jan 6th who were just there i'm sorry wait what's that enrico itario got 22 <laughs> years for not even being there yeah that's right you didn't even I have wasn't to even be in the city. you could you don't even have to be a declared mega supporter you just have to be somebody who they perceive to be a leader on the other side and they will put <laughs> you away for your life man
0: You could be a guy whose name is Enrique Tarrio,
1: and you're accused of being a white
0: supremacist.
1: Oh, man. Well, I got one locally on the Denver business closures. Uh, It plays into your O'Leary moment here and what's happening as a result of the verdict on Trump uh, and the witch hunt. It is a witch hunt. Um, Here in Denver, the policies that we have going on... uh, That are allowing the crime, allowing the homelessness, but also allowing the absurd rapid increases of minimum wage. I mean, from like eight bucks to 18 in three years. It's just completely impossible for businesses to sustain. Then throw on top of that, if you have a business downtown in Denver, you must dish out 10 to 20,000 to make your establishment compliant to the new eco-friendly green energy policies. So... uh yeah, good
0: it, luck. It's a rough scene. Ho- I hope you people in Denver like microwaved
1: food because that's <laughs> all you're going to get. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, it's a rough scene downtown right now. They've been reconstructing the famed 16th Street Mall. It's like the Millennium Park of Denver, you know, uh, and it's a big stretch of Commerce and what have you, but not this year, not last year. And what was supposed to be a two year project is now extending to three to five. <laughs> and
0: oh, you guys have unions too. That's right. Uh. Oh,
1: we have mafia as well, as you can see, yeah. that control our construction. <laughs> <laughs> and so <laughs> that's that's what, right, I love man. our
0: parents and our aunt. They're obsessed with the idea that there's no unions in Florida. Right. And I always tell them, like, you, like I, I can't get through to them. You can never build, like, a bill. You'll never do a billion dollar project without a union because Absolutely. there's too much money to steal. Yes. Everybody wants their pockets lined. Absolutely. That's what the union is the union lines the right pockets. You know?
1: <laughs> <Yes. That's> right. <laughs> so, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, it, it's, yes. and the pockets belong to those who are your elected officials.
0: <laughs> they line the Democratic po- uh, pocket, and then the Democrats vote for bills that just happen to benefit the unions. You know, one hand washes the other, Frank.
1: And then the union comes out and declares, we're for Joe Biden. And then, you yeah. know, the, the news guy comes on, and all oh, auto workers unanimously declare that they are for Joe Biden.
0: And then we don't dare say anything because we're, we got, you know, we're white, so we got into the union. And we're getting $60 an hour to put in a toilet. That's privilege, yeah. Quite privilege. That's right. So vote for Democrats. They seem to be really doing a lot for you people of color.
1: Well, my favorite catchphrase out here in the Boulder-Denver region is, well, I I hate to say it, but I think it's the Democrats (laughs) when it comes to our freaking problems right now. Yeah, folks. I don't hate to say it. I love to say, I told you so. You know what I'm saying?
0: Did you see that clip going viral of Bill Maher and Jillian Michaels?
1: I did not. I was, did Bill have a show? I did not see it this week.
0: No, it was on his, uh, his non-political podcast. Yes, the one where he refuses to talk politics. <laughs> so, he, yeah, he was refusing to talk politics on his non-political show, <laughs> yes. and, then he, and then he just berated her for leaving California for Florida.
1: All right, man.
0: And like he goes on this thing where he's like, did the crime really affect you? Was it really you? (laughs) Are you really affected by it? And then she's like, well, yeah, this guy broke into my house. They found duct tape and uh, a video camera in his bag. Wow. And then she goes, that happened in 2019. And then in 2020, he was a three-time offender. They let him out because of some stupid COVID policy. And she's like, that's when we decided to leave. And he's like, mm, okay, so it really affects you. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, like okay, so your, your answer to all of the people for leaving is this state's going to shit, but we're up on the
1: hill. We're not in the shit.
2: I'm That's on the hill. right,
1: man. We have the gated community. You got to get past the security guard, man. It, it, exactly. So
0: let's just you know, stay here where we voted for no police. We live in the gated community with the private police. That's What's your right. problem? What your problem is.
1: Oh, man. Bill Maher, after staunchly defending the idea that there is no way Ann Coulter could possibly know that it was not a white guy who perpetrated the shooting at the Kansas City Chiefs Parade. No way. There's no way. Defended the idea that anybody could know. And. and called her almost like a mystical magic witch for, you know, prophesizing this future where it was definitely some black guys, for, <laughs> four black guys, with stolen guns. The story couldn't
0: get worse. First of all, I could not, I could not get one clip where somebody actually says they're black. That's they the best part, like, man. Like They're refusing to, to just say the word black men. They're like, four young individuals. One from Detroit. That's one right. from Oakland.
2: <laughs> like, but whenever it's like, the
1: opposite and the best, my favorite is Amy Goodman. She nails it every single time. She, you know, when it's a cop shooting a, a blackhead, you know, it'll be like the police officer, John Brown, who is white, shot yeah. <laughs> the unarmed black Jamal Nichols. You're like, okay, I get it. I get it. But now, no, we can't talk about how one of these four black thugs who just randomly shot into the crowd at each other hit a white kid or killed a white oh. girl. No, we can't talk about that, right? Oh, we can't talk about that. That might give people the wrong idea, Frank. There's <laughs> certain descriptors we're just not allowed to use in certain situations. And the only reason is uh, that, what is it? The Google Gemini writes our scripts. See, that's how <laughs> <laughs> It just simply won't let us identify the white guy.
0: Dude, that is one of the funniest things that's ever happened. I'm so glad that happened.
1: Yes. I think that again ended woke culture, maybe. It just really brought the spotlight on the absurdity of how hard they've pushed on eliminating white men from everything.
0: Did you see the ones with the Nazis? I
1: did not see the Nazis,
0: that, man. Frank. That is the top that's the top one. Whoever did that, props to you, man. He was asking it for pictures of Nazis, and oh. they were, like, black, there were females, then he's like, all right, <laughs> oh, yeah. S- like, SS soldiers, and again, black. They got rainbow with, tattoo with, flags on their with, arms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> LGB <laughs> squared people.
0: You know, I don't know too much about the Nazis, but I'm pretty sure they weren't diverse. Not big into the diversity.
1: Well, we remember the SS Brigade of the black lesbians that uh, Hitler, <laughs> it was strictly Amazonian black lesbian women oh, that Hitler just,
2: true.
1: you know, sent out. They were stealth fighters, you know, in the cover of the night. Like the, like say, Hitler's ninjas, right? Oh, I don't think you could call this a little too. <laughs> Did I get too far? I said ninja. It's a little too close.
0: I said ninjas. Oh, dude, uh, we never did it. Uh <laughs> with the, 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 the Denver thing.
1: Oh, you want to hear about the closing of businesses in Denver?
0: Yeah, because I'm really interested okay. in this, because Chicago's in the same boat.
1: So I brought it up on the show a couple episodes ago, but we had a rapid-fire string of immediate closures. I read an article from The Westward about one of the owners who – Straight up said, look, we're closing because of liberal policies. You people, you voters closed my restaurant and I'll never do business in this town again, which is the sentiment for a lot of business owners here in Chicago, L.A., San Fran, New York. But uh, here they interview another uh, lady whose business had to shutter. And this has more to do not so much with the crime and homelessness, but uh, with the policies of our government.
3: Several businesses in the heart of downtown Denver are closing down this month, but not exactly for the reasons you might expect, like crime or homelessness. City leaders say they're working hard to bring foot traffic
0: <laughs> I love that they acknowledge but I love how but they acknowledge. It. Yes. They're like, they're like this business is leaving and you won't believe it. It's not because of the crazy crime and homelessness. <laughs> it's it's so, like
1: really... what? It's so you know that's enough. a problem. Old You're bit... surprised that this isn't the reason. The homelessness is completely out of control and it has been and then the migrants started getting bust into town yeah that's how bad denver is what people don't realize is they wanted to <laughs> butter up this jackass jared polis as the future of the democratic party and maybe the first <clears throat> officially gay president right so and he really believed he had a run so Nobody nationally ever talked about the rise in crime, the rise in auto thefts, and the rise in homelessness. And then Greg Abbott started busing migrants to our city, and it exploded, and that's when it hit the net. You you couldn't hide it anymore because it was just – our city was overrun with people (laughs) in tents. There were functioning streets that were no longer drivable because they were completely filled with migrants.
0: No, but do you hear that it's like it's not a surprise that the business is leaving. It's a, it's a surprise that they're not leaving because of yes, the time in the home. Exactly. Ins- that isn't an ins- that's an insane statement. Well
1: like, like how do people not realize what you're saying? Her angle is with this all you've heard if you live in Denver or in Colorado is the endless rapid closures of all these local businesses not just in Denver too here in you know Uh, Outside of the Denver area, when you go into the Jefferson County region and Boulder and even in the mountains, I mean, there's just places that are not able to sustain and uh, forever the crime and homeless is the main focal point for these closures. But now they're starting to admit, actually, you know what? These retarded policies that Jared Polis has enacted is actually ruining our state. And maybe we should start reporting on it like this. Yes, crime, homelessness, out of control, undeniably out of control. But what we're not talking about and what we should is Jared Polis is ruining this state.
0: They were willing to work around the homelessness and the crime. But when you started with the electric oven?
1: Yes. uh, You're making us use electric ovens to make our pizzas. And also, it's illegal for us to call the cops on the homeless encampments in front of our building. And these homeless guys are attacking our (laughs) our customers. So you know what happened? Customers (sighs) stopped showing up. So we got a little issue there going on. And my
0: waitress makes more money than me.
1: And then you give my waitress more money an hour than I make. And And nine months paternity leave. (laughs) Dude, it's out of, it's out of control. It is so crazy, and so.
0: <laughs> and then you're fucked if the bartender knocked up the waitress, because now they're both gone for six months on maternity and paternity leave. Exactly, and you're you're forking the bill, and
1: you're working overtime in your own bar. <laughs> 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 well, now oh, I got to hear this clip. And I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt it. You're now hiring migrants off the streets for cash. <laughs> eight bucks an hour. We're just going to go back to cash wages. It's going to happen. Oh, You're going to start illegal, seeing yeah, the migrants labor. working for cash at eight bucks an hour the way it should be. And uh, that's where it's going to oh, It's going to be
0: great because then those liberals are then going to be protesting. Close the border. <laughs> they took our jobs.
1: <laughs> They're trying to get... Marijuana or cannabis home delivery going in Colorado, but they can't make it happen because it is just impossible to finance, and outside financiers don't want to get involved, and the only people that scored the licensing to do so are minority business owners because Jared Polis signed an initiative to only allow those affected by the uh, illegality of marijuana to have the first-come, 1st serve to the licensing. And do you know how many people have marijuana delivery services in this state? Zero. There are zero zero companies currently because they just can't do it. They can't afford it.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly what I want to do is I'm an investor. So I'm going to invest in this guy – no idea what he's doing never ran a business but he's black
1: yes and you can't have a gas car so uh good luck (laughs) good luck driving (laughs) through the mountain (laughs) idiots Uh, okay here we go
3: rob harris explains the trends are promising but for some businesses not promising enough we introduce you to anna finacra here on denver 7 on christmas Anna's Norwegian Bakery had opened on 16th Street Mall in Denver just barely a month prior, and she was excited to share her home country's pastries and culture with the community. But now, just three months after its grand opening, Anna's Norwegian Bakery is closed.
1: Most small businesses cannot sustain paying rent and renovating and then waiting for a year before they open because. Small businesses are typically not cash-rich.
3: It wasn't the often-cited concerns of crime or homelessness. Vanacra says she didn't experience problems with either while she was open downtown. But she says a long process to obtain her permit delayed her open, and the foot traffic in the winter months just weren't enough to make ends meet.
1: Because they're constructing downtown forever. (laughs) And so they've blocked off any ability for people to actually even reach these storefronts, unless you know where you're going and what directly and you're That's the people
0: for. that are down there. How many people are still working from home? Yes, you know? exactly, man. You guys killed these downtowns with the work at home.
1: Yes, and then on top of it, endless construction. Well, then you've created an environment where people from out of town, tourists, people here for sporting events and conventions, they're going to avoid the entire area because of all the work going on, man. They'll just go to other places. Do, do you remember when we went to Fort Myers? Florida? I do.
0: Like, one of the most amazing things about it was, like, every fucking, every restaurant, every, sh- every like, strip mall we went to, the parking lot was fucking full. Yes. You know what I mean? And there were people everywhere. It's just, like, you don't see, in Chicago, you don't see that anymore. The, 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 the long traffic flow of
1: people, you know? Florida has an advantage. They're, I don't think they do the property tax or the income tax. So people, you know, there who work, they get to keep more of their paychecks, which probably leads to more of an opportunity to go out and spend on your days off. You know? Absolutely. And, uh, it's, Absolutely. It's called, what is it? It's a trickle-down effect, if you will, uh, that you see. <laughs> I don't like that word. Yeah. <laughs> Trickle's too close to pickle. <laughs> And we all know what Mike thinks about pickleball, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where my turf's at. So it's for the lesbians <laughs> out there. <laughs> it was our official last day. And in Denver, I closed at noon that day because we had made it. Oh, I'm than sorry, $100. I got to interrupt
0: again. Though. What's so sad is that this was the American dream.
1: Yes, man. This
0: lady comes from another country. Yes. Opened up this little store. Her dream. And then the, the government shut
1: shuttered out. Exactly. <sighs> Yeah, no, Jared Polis, the billionaire yeah. from Boulder who started a tech company in the 90s, he said fuck you and stepped on her dream. And this is all this is the person you guys talk about constantly. Yes, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's so sad. Jared, got- the reason I'm obsessed too is Jared was in Washington DC this week doing photo ops with Kamala and Joe Biden and talking up his new platform how we got to we got to bury our differences, you know, bridge the gap. Right, and the divide. You know, have a conversation even though we disagree.
0: Do these people not realize we have been having the conversation since the date, since 2016? You guys are the ones that can't have the conversation.
1: In fact, you shadow ban us on Twitter and uh, bury (laughs) our social media accounts if you disagree with the conversation we're trying to have.
0: (laughs) I always tell everybody, don't even look for us on YouTube. Because there's at least one moment where Frank will bring up Big Mike. And then that's
1: it. We're off. (laughs) It's not even that. They've been deleting our plays, I noticed. I hit the refresh and the plays went down. How do you lose plays? Well, we must
0: have talked about the vaccine.
1: (laughs) It's just funny to be like, (laughs) I get it. You guys don't want my content on your freaking stupid, retarded website. All right? I understand. I'll go hang out with Russell Brand on Rumble.
0: Rumble. That's where it's at.
1: How does the same video get four plays and then lose a play magically over 24 hours on YouTube, but have 85 plays on Rumble?
0: Yeah, you got one on Rumble that hit like 200, I think, like close to it or something. It's just memes uh... with
1: vocal, uh, with the audio over it, but no, no, no. not on YouTube. This shall not be allowed. Cannot play it. (laughs) Yeah, it might might
0: change some minds.
1: That's right, man. We're here to change hearts. Uh, Shall we try and attempt a conclusion on our business closure (laughs) here in Denver? (laughs) And that, I think, says a
0: lot. It was a consistent issue.
3: Ana's isn't the only downtown business getting attention for announcing they're permanently closing. The Three Saints Revival Restaurant in Lower Downtown announced this week they're permanently closing because the recovery downtown just hasn't been enough to sustain them business-wise. And similarly, Avelina's in the Central Business District is also permanently closing this month. Data from the Colorado Restaurant Association shows Denver had a net loss of 222 restaurants between July 2022 and July 2023, more than 11% of the city's total. Compare that to pre-pandemic trends, when Denver saw 3-5% to growth in restaurants each year.
1: We need... Whoa! That's a massive net loss. I don't know if you caught that percentage, and I'm no math magician... Ah, uh, that's
0: a 15% swing there. That that sounds, that's a big swing.
1: That sounds like a dramatic decrease in commerce, my man. You went from a
0: 3% gain to an 11% loss?
1: That's right.
2: Oh,
0: just imagine your boss comes in. You go in tomorrow, your boss goes, Frank, instead of getting your 3% raise, we're cutting your pay by 11%. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you be
2: fucking uh, pissed.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: Excuse me? <laughs> Excuse me?
1: Yes, man. <laughs> That's, I'm telling you, this was a shocking clip, man. Well, and let me
0: ask you something, Frank. Oh, uh, yeah. Would that, make, would that make it easier or harder for you to pay the bills and take care of your home? <laughs> That's right.
1: Not even just the yeah. bills. How do you pay your employees who now make eighteen eighty dollars an hour?
0: I know, dude. They're, they're fucked. They fucked themselves.
1: And it's one of those things where you can't undo it, right? That's what I keep saying. You're never going to go back, or maybe you do. Maybe at some point someone has to step in and say, this will be unpopular. Oh, what? what's that? No, no, it's pizza every day in America. That
2: will yeah, never, never happen. Get voted you'll in. never
1: get somebody who, who says we're dropping the minimum wage.
0: Who's going who's gonna to vote for him? I mean, I would because I don't make minimum wage. But you got a bunch of losers out there, Frank, in those loser cities.
1: Well, I think the only thing that would have to occur is you would have to have some major backing from a union, maybe something tied in with the Restaurant Association of America where they kind of go in locally and say, look, the national minimum wage is 8 bucks an hour. We need to make... We got to get it back down to the national average. And And maybe that has to happen. Maybe states need to... Uh, maybe something has to occur where the state has to abide by the state, national, or the federal minimum.
0: That's gonna be tough. But dude, uh, did you see? You know, we mentioned it twice today already. there is a, the Teamsters Union, back the RNC. They're, they're backing wow. Trump.
1: Oh wow! I so I did not see the,
0: that. That's that's the first time in over twenty years. That is huge. Yeah.
1: I think That's, Trump has got a. Again, I can't help but shake the feeling there is a hot potato in hand here, and they're looking to hand it off.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: It. I mean, you, it's
0: yeah, really a lot of people swinging that are hard. Saying like that, we just have these bubbles that have to burst. Oh yeah. It, well, you know? first
1: of all, where's the S and P five hundred at right now? Uh, is is 3 it Three million. Is right. it climbing forever? <laughs> Get out of here, man! That thing—that's one burst that has to happen at some point. You know, is it? It just seems like everything is really outrageously inflated. Uh, Doesn't seem like people's lives are that much better than they were years ago. People seem to be struggling financially. No, the problem is the
0: Democrats are are Bill Maher.
1: Yes, parents. Man. Yes. They're people
0: that are older, they're very established. You know what I mean? For them, this isn't even the worst economic downturn they've seen, so they have plenty to ride it out. You know what I mean? But if you're if you're in your 20s and you got two kids, you know, you didn't have a big enough cushion to ride this out.
1: No. You know, not at all. I you know, if you are millennial generation, you've kind of gotten crushed twice 10 years apart. <laughs> when oh, it yeah. Comes to the oh, yeah. Every 10 years, the yeah. fucking economy is screwing you over. Yeah, you know, and so we should just brace ourselves for 10 years from 2020, right? I guarantee you there'll be another crash Ola.
0: Um, well, no, a lot of this was from 2008. They never really solved the problem.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We kicked the can down the road as we have year after year. And again, I, I keep getting this feeling like maybe they know the hot potato is in hand and. They're stacking the chips all in for Trump. Like, here you go, buddy. Uh, Let's make America great again. Good luck. As soon as he
0: touches it, turn off the music.
1: (laughs) That's right, dude. (laughs) Trump's the only one not sitting down. Which is fine. You know, I think maybe in a depression-like situation, maybe we want a, a business owner, a guy who's handled some bankruptcies in his life.
0: Yeah, no, definitely
1: want him in charge of the economy. Not whoever's handling Biden. Those people frighten the shit out of me. I think we should all
0: yeah, keep it is that It's not just day. Biden. It's all the people they put in charge are this, this, these people who have never created or done anything.
1: Like, what are you talking about, man? We're finally accomplishing great things.
3: Finally tonight here, the landing on the moon. Tonight, the first image just in. <laughs> you, you just learned about the lander itself uh, now on its side. Did you Two
0: see
1: that clip? <laughs> Of the moon landing. Folks, flat moon theory is real. We have, it has been proven. We have evidence now. The moon is flat.
0: I'm starting to believe in flat Earth,
1: man. There's a dome. I don't think we could get there. Oh, the firmament, baby. We cannot break it.
0: Come on. I don't think they're on
1: the moon, dude. Did you see that video? Was. I can't figure out, and I wasn't able to find definitive any which way, but usually they discern the image or video by saying this is uh, computer generated right they did that i thought with the indian situation was was there no kind of overlay that the, it was a because it looks fake it looks like horrible cgi from some sort of marvel universe television show on yeah, disney plus it
0: terrible
1: it's I, terrible i half expected thor to pop out from behind it <laughs>
0: Just the Iron Man with, like, a quick... That's right. It's,
1: Let's give Robert Downey a quick cameo on the Moonlander. Man. Well, what did you I think? Did it, does it? Are they, are they trying to pass that video footage off as the legit real footage? I just cannot. I find it
0: hard to believe that that's the best you can do. I know you're sending that signal a long way. Great. But, pff, come on.
1: You guys have this huge budget. I don't know, man. uh, uh. Everything with space. Here's my thing now that I, I really kind of, it hangs over my head a lot when it comes to whether or not the moon landings were faked or maybe let's say what we saw was faked, but we definitely landed on the moon. If it was all bullshit, we would have Russia and China and these countries calling our bullshit out publicly. Right?
0: I don't think so. I think it works great for their propaganda.
1: Do you think they're all working in cahoots, this committee of 300 maybe? They're all in in nah, bed with all I think all, it's more yeah. just
0: like, you know, Putin can definitely get more money for his space program when he tells his people, look, they're on the fucking moon.
1: Even though he may really know that we never made it, or that nobody uh, He can? knows we're
0: not there, yeah. But he's telling them that they got nukes in space, you know? You think... Just like we're telling our people that he's putting nukes up there. You don't think they're doing the same thing?
1: So uh, each leader is scaring the crap out of their populace by claiming the other country is dominating space with nukes and they're on the moon and they're doing this and that. But in reality, all world leaders know that they just simply cannot break the firmament. <laughs>
0: yeah. <But> they- <laughs> and it's one of those things where, like, you know, nobody can really expose the other one without admitting they never went.
1: You know? Everybody has to perpetrate the lie. Yeah. So know, it just man. keeps going. Have you know? seen the footage? It was a group of amateur students. I believe they sent up a massive uh, kind of space weather balloon thing, and it went like up into the stratosphere or whatever it is, and they were able to do a panoramic full view of whatever's up there, and it's completely flat. There is, there is no curvature whatsoever. Uh, when it does the 360 spin, and then to prove there's no
0: conspiracy, they shot it down with an F16. That's no.
2: right, dude. Yeah,
0: man. <laughs> we shot a four hundred thousand dollar Tomahawk missile at it.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, so you know, flat Earth. Hey, you know, I'm I'm never gonna say no to the flat Earth theory, man. I it's just uh, I'm I'm almost. Prove me, prove round earth, man, because so far, like, we're back at the moon, you do this whole lander thing, allegedly it hits some sort of divot in the dirt and tips over on its side. Did you, <laughs> did you catch this part? Like, so you're telling me we landed like a hundred times on the moon, no divot problem, no tip
2: issue?
0: <laughs> you, you plan to launch it off this planet through <laughs> a million of miles of space and then land on a moon. You didn't account for a
1: divot? For first time in seventy years, you just didn't <laughs> think like maybe we should give like some extra soul on the cushion of the feet of our <laughs> lander, you know? Didn't you? They should have equipped them with those new Trump high tops, those gold high tops that are out there. You know, oh. put some gold Trump high tops on each lander foot. And it might have it really, boosted the signal for your fucking fake video, you know. And then when it lifts off, under you know on the soles of those feet, it just says Trump. So all you see on the moon are four Trumps, right? Just oh, in, wow. embedded into the moon forever.
2: Oh, that'd be great. Allegedly, yeah.
0: I don't, I don't know about this lunar lander, man. This one seems a little
1: fake. I don't believe it. And can we get some flyovers of the places we landed before? Like, we have great, you know, HD, 4K, UHD technology with our cameras, man. Let's just get a flyby. Give me some shots of the footsteps or the golf ball or whatever's on the moon. You know, show me something on there that's tangible that you could. Show the people of Earth, like, no, look, we were really there. See, you could see. Good the The tire tracks are still there, or the flag, or the pole, at least, that held the flag, right? None of that? Yeah. We Can't get one shot, man? I think you could see it. You can't see it with a
0: telescope? No.
1: Well, I don't think the flag is still there. Didn't it, like, blow off or something in the wind? And here's the best part about <laughs> There's the... There's no wind. Well, But that's the best part about the image of them putting the flag up for the first time. It's literally waving in the wind.
0: Well, they say that it's a stiff flag. They, put, they, they stiffened it.
1: But it's like waving the around. Like it's waving. Oh, they made it... Oh, they, it was an illusion. See, a purposeful yeah. illusion.
0: It was the only thing that was fake on that set. I mean, the moon. <laughs> that's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this was the final commandment of the big brother, right? Do not believe your eyes and ears, right? You have to just, oh. uh, you know, believe what we say to you. No, you didn't well, see that. we, we believe in or... facts
0: over truth. That's the new saying. Remember when Joe Biden said that?
1: Oh, was that? He believes facts over truth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Do you remember that? I don't, but that's a very big brother-esque statement, man.
0: It was incredible. Dude, there was this thing going around. It was two hours of Joe Biden gaffes. If you start watching it, I promise you're going to watch a lot of it. But then you fast forward to the end because it's like as he gets older, they just get worse. But that was his one during COVID. He said it a bunch of times. I totally forgot about it. When he w- we remembered the whole disinformation thing, the Joe it was like right at that peak of like the Joe Rogan horse medicine. Right, and it was like yeah. we believe in uh, facts over truth. Wow, because they were saying they ha- or no, cool. was it truth over facts? I think it was we believe in truth over facts. Because remember they were saying you had
1: your facts, we have ours.
2: Hmm. Something maybe. Like yeah. E-
1: either way, it's a weird statement. Well, he was full of those. My favorite was if uh, you vote for Donald Trump, well, then you ain't black, right? That was That's Joe Biden, not me, man. Wow. Yeah.
0: yeah. Don't uh, vote for that guy who's been in rap songs, in rap videos, and just came out with a pair of sneakers.
1: High tops of all sneakers, dude. I mean, they're, I they're really kick-ass, man. No doubt they sold for $10,000 a piece. Come on i mean democrats this guy knows how to pander
0: to the blacks come on look at that
1: not only that he just he's such a good salesman man like who foresaw gold trump high top sneakers nobody but the guy somewhere in some room trump's like do the sneakers and they let him out and it's like 10 grand a piece the guy makes a fortune off these freaking sneakers man (laughs) And then, like in
0: the box he also put his cologne (laughs) it <laughs> was like three other, like, Trump brand things in the box. It's it fucking genius. Yeah, he just puts his name on everything.
1: He's absolutely
0: a genius salesman, man. It's incredible. Uh, Nobody in this world sold more red hats than that guy. You I know. know. Like, that is, also, say what you want about him. He's a genius marketer.
1: Dude, and to choose the red hat, like, now, if I see a red hat, it, it's like I immediately turn to see what's on the front end of it.
0: You know Oh like, yeah, you don't even think about Boston or the Cardinals or you know Cincinnati
1: Reds. No, it's like is that a mega hat? Oh sorry friend.
0: Yeah, you just automatically assume stay away from that. Guy. <laughs>